Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We have a lot to discuss before we even start getting into the sports part of this conversation today. Although there is a lot of sports to get to and we'll have Mina Kimes to talk football with us at 430 Our buddy Dave McMiniman will talk Lakers with us at six, so Beautiful. just kind of set your uh, your your phones for that. Uh, if you want to hear Mina and you want to hear Dave, four thirty and six, um, and then of course our regular shenanigans uh, with Radio Tinder at five thirty and Big Deal or No Deal at six thirty. But wow, we got um, a lot going on today. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk a big about. Big show going on here. It, it is, and um, so why is it that? Everyone on this show unit, myself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Lindsay, Lindsay and Auda yeah, and the yeah. big boss lady, Amanda and Greg yeah. Bergman and Chris yeah. Morales. Why does everybody have to change a meeting that we all, including you, agreed upon right. to next week? Why does yeah. that have to happen? Well, I got to tell you something. First of all, I'm in a great mood, George Sedano. I'm yeah. in a great mood, but I'm okay. telling you right now. Uh-huh. This great mood only happened about five minutes ago. Otherwise, yeah. pre-five minutes ago, I was in a crappy mood all day. Okay. Okay? Okay. And one of the things that was really like a a, a craw in my... Where does a craw go? Does anybody know? I, I okay. think it goes in your in your head, right? No. I, I don't know. Like, isn't there a phrase about a craw that goes somewhere? I don't know. I think it's like a craw on your side, maybe. Yeah. like I And I don't even know what a craw is. Is it like a little thing you eat in New Orleans, or is it like a... A mythical thing that just is a pain in your butt. Okay, fine. One of the big pains in my butt on my calendar was we have this show meeting on Thursday. Yeah, that you agreed to. I know I did. Yes. And in advance of a show meeting, you yeah. know what you have to do to prepare? No. Well, show up? Well, no. Amanda says you got to go listen to one hour of the show and come with notes. What did Sedano do well? What did Kaplan do well? That might I mean, be hard to find. I mean, you need to listen back to the show to do that? Like, we do that every day. We talk about the show every day, you and I. She wants us to listen to the show and come prepare with notes. And, George, this is a craw on my side, a pain in my butt. It is weighing on me that I don't have the time right now to deal with this, and can I put it off for a week? And even just sending yeah. the email. By the way, the craw is in your stomach, apparently. Oh, it is? Yeah. That where it goes? Is it something that you eat, or is it something that yeah, gets you from the outside? Yeah, the stomach of an animal is the craw. Oh, I, yeah, I saw that the phrase is actually to it's um, a stick in my craw. Like that's oh. that's yeah. the phrase. Yeah. Okay, well, so I anyway, even really uh, close. Right. So, but you you literally, I mean, we do the show every day. You right. don't know, like there aren't things you think that are good, that are bad, that are in between, that could be tweaked. Like you don't think of that stuff all the time anyway. Like when we do the show. I do, but I actually took her email literally, which was go back, pick out a random hour of the show, listen to it, write notes, and bring your notes to the meeting. You weren't going to do that? No, because I kind of know, but I mean, I have a pretty photographic memory. Like, I kind of remember almost anything we do on a given day. Oh. 
Okay, well, I'm going to just then I then I begin of the meeting this week. I'll just I'll just you know kind of no 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 no. no. We through. have now ch- she's already changed it to next week, so yeah. now we're not changing it back. Well, here's but here's can I just tell you something? I need I need to breathe a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Because, so what? But but that's not the reason. Right. You, that reason you just laid out. Right. Was not the reason that Correct. you wanted to change the meeting. Right. It was just it was one little thing that well, I no, just no, didn't no, have time for. Not little. Well, but here's the thing. I got a much bigger problem going on, George. Correct. Go ahead. A couple months ago, I told you guys that my house flooded. Correct. Chris referenced it. The Great Flood of 1812. Is that a real historical fact, or did he make that up? I believe it might be. Okay. I don't know anything about the Flood of 1812, but this is the Flood of late 2021. This ruined my house. And the only room in the house that I was able By to By the way, use, there yeah. is such a thing. In 1812, there was a series of earthquakes uh, near Missouri that caused the uh, a tsunami-like situation in the Mississippi River. So there you go. Okay. Well, th- well, then, in this case, then, based on the history, this is history repeating itself. Okay. Because the great flood of 2021 in my house destroyed the house. Mm-hmm. The only room, George, in the house that I could still use mm-hmm. was this studio that I built in a den. Correct. Well... Forget it, man. The workers are there. It's loud. There's smoke and dust and noise and everything else. And now I got to get out of the house, period. Well, where am I going to go? You know, I'm living in like temporary displaced insurance hell right now. And I thought I could handle it, but I really can't because I'm living this nomadic lifestyle. Today, I want you to know, I am broadcasting live today from my friend Dr. Sonny's guest house. Hi, Dr. Sonny. Yes. Yeah, I'll tell him. Hey, Doc. So, seriously, like, I don't have a house right now. My kids are all displaced. Everything's going on at once. I'm living in a storm. And the last thing I could deal with right now was going back to listen to an hour of the show so that I could be prepared for the meeting on Thursday because Thursday's the day where they're installing the new high-speed Wi-Fi at my new place, and they're starting to move in other stuff. And, and I mean, I'm telling you, George, I woke up this morning. I was a case of complete and utter stress. I was dying. Right, right, I was right. feeling like I was by myself. I had no help. Does anybody know this feeling? No, no. We've all been there. We've all had house issues. But let me just ask you this question. Go and, ahead. And, and I'd love for Lindsay and Laura to weigh in here. Please real quick. do. Please uh, do. Now, Lindsay, correct me if I'm wrong. The meeting that, and by the way, Amanda has just texted in. The boss lady oh, no. has just said, oh, no. I'm not changing the effing meeting again. Get your bleep together, Cap. Um, That's fair. And, I can yeah. buy that. And, and so, Lindsay, correct me if I'm wrong. This meeting was established like two weeks ago, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. she sent the email over two weeks ago. Yeah, like over two meeting. weeks ago. Like almost three. Let's, but let's just say two for to give Kaplan some wiggle room here. Kaplan, how long has your house been a disaster area? About three months now. Okay, so it didn't dawn on you at any point that you probably weren't going to be able to use the studio that you have? Oh, no, it dawned on me, but I was in denial, George. I mean, Okay, let's well, it. there we go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, listen. Now, Laura, is- Laura, does that sound like an us problem or a cap problem to you? That's 100% a Kaplan problem, not an us problem. Come on, where's the compassion, girlfriend? Come on. Where's the love? You, you know what it's like to be displaced? You know what it's like to, to not have your studio all set up and to be panicked that you're not going to be able but to But you've work? known this for three months that this was a possibility. I so know, when but this... I, was in de- I was in denial. I was, I was, <laughs> Again, I, your I, problem. I know, I know <laughs> it is. It's my problem, but come on. Well, it's also a, a river in Egypt denial. You know, so. I do know this. Yes, yes. hence so, yes. The, the more, more water puns for you. Yes. So I do, I do not acknowledge 
that this entire time when I should have been trying to figure out a solution, yes. I was in denial yes. about the whole thing. Yes. You know, and now here I am. I am a nomadic broadcaster. As long as you have an Ethernet connection and I can dial in, I will broadcast from your place. Our sales staff should be working on it right now. I'll wear a mask. I'll show up. If you got a garage and you're fixing cars and you got an Ethernet cable, I'll just show up and do the show from there. I mean, today I'm in the guest I house. Mean, are you Dr. literally Sonny's. giving away an opportunity for you to do the show at somebody's house? Is that what you're trying to do? Are you trying no, to steal dude. somebody's Internet is what no. you're, you're doing? I mean, if, George, I'm going to take a picture at the commercial break. I'm going to post it on Twitter, and you must see how I am broadcasting today. Okay, listen, Big E, at Eric M. Eche, uh, Herrera, excuse me, uh, just tweeted, at Sedano, I love at Scott Kaplan, but good Lord, dude is a drama queen. And then it's a picture of Judge Judy rolling her eyes, shaking her head, saying, OMG, so much drama. True, true. My daughter, 15 years old, the one who hates my breathing and the one who hates my eating, she told me today that I'm a drama queen. She told me that. I mean, she's right. I know. But you want to know something, George? I'm not joking around. Five minutes ago, I, I was like miserable. I had this miserable day. I felt like the weight of the world. I saw Lindsay Baseball retweet something from our friend and our colleague, Jay Glazer, over at Fox Sports. And he's dealing with these mental health problems. And he's telling this story on Twitter about how he woke up under this gray cloud and, and he's just, he's dying. And I'm going... You know, I didn't feel that way. I just felt like all this anxiety, like, oh, my God, the weight of the world. And I got to call this mover and I got to call this insurance company. And I don't know where I'm broadcasting. From, but I didn't feel the way they felt. So yeah, all of a sudden, Jay I, Glazer, like, I saw the video. What yeah. Jay Glazer put out there sounds a lot worse than the thing that you've known is probably a likelihood yeah. for three yeah. months. No, my, my point is, is that, you know, if you're dealing with depression or mental health issues, that's a real deal. I'm just I'm just a, a drama queen. You see the difference? Yes, drama there's queen, a huge mental difference. Health? Yes. Huge difference. Yes. Yes. So, so look, we're not. So I apologize to everybody. Again. I apologize about the meeting, George. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not usually a diva. I take yeah. great pride I mean, in being well, the easiest guy to there. work with. I mean, but all of a sudden, look look what I've turned into. I'm like Terrell Owens of this radio station. I, I mean, I I mean, you're not always. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm a diva all of a sudden. Okay. No. No. All of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, new. stop. You don't even believe that. Come on. Come on. I'm the easy guy to work I'm with. Only, only Mason trumps you on the diva, on the diva poll. Uh, oh, really? Point. Yes. Oh, you mean to tell me that if you ranked everybody at the radio station in terms of divas, yes. Mason's number one and I'm number two? Yes. Oh, come on. Is, is that fair, Lindsay? No, 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 not oh, fair. Work with me, Lindsay. Fair? Help me. Help me, How Lindsay. far down no, the no. poll does he go? Sedano, I just want to say that I think that you might be a little bit more of a diva than Cap, only Ooh, because you have, yes. I don't know if you could really call it divaness as much as schedule conflicts, but I think that some people may interpret your multiple schedule conflicts for Wait, diva. I have like 17 jobs at the company. There's not, that's not my fault. <laughs> like, I didn't say I, it was your fault. I just right, said, but that is not, that's not me telling you, hey, I've got, I, that's not me saying three months knowing my house is flooded that, you know, that I don't have a studio to work out of. That is, hey, there is an NBA schedule. These are the games I'm working. There's not much I can do other than tell them I can't work, which Listen, is not something I'm willing to do. 
I understand that, but I'm just saying from like an outsider's perspective who doesn't know all the interworkings, one may say Well, that- considering you know the interworkings, I would say you probably should not have brought it up that She's way to add- She's calling you a diva. No. Right, she is you're calling clearly- me a diva. Now no I doubt. know where you stand, Lindsay. No doubt. It's okay. I'll just say that I wouldn't say you're not a diva. You guys might be <laughs> equal. No, absolutely not. I wouldn't not. say you're not a diva. <laughs> Laura, you can be the deciding fact. I'm going to start calling people on the air right now and find wow. out who the I is. think ask Chris Morales because I'm sure that he would love to weigh in on this very topic. And so would Amanda. Rank the divas at Mason, Cap, Lynn, Sedano. Boom. Come on, Laura. No way, go. man. Yeah. And I might, might, might throw Mason, Kaplan, Sliwa, Sedano. Oh, by the way, don't make get it twisted. John no. Ireland is a huge diva too. Oh, well, he's not like say, that with me. So you have to put you have to put John right below Mason, right? Mm. John hides it way better. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, I've go never point, had John be a diva with me though. Laura, what divaness do I have? I don't know. I'm just playing the bit, bro. Get over oh, it. Oh, okay. All right, got it. Got it. He got does it. have divaness though. It's always like, hey, can we do this? Hey, can we do that? Hey, He's hey, just hey, like hey, a, hey, oh, hey, my hey. God. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, hey, I was in denial, this? all right? Hey, guys. I was in denial about having to move out of my house, and it has now bit me in the backside. And bro, you know what? three months, bro. Wait, not just three months. Wait, hold on. Not just three months. Three months and a, a two-week vacation. I had two weeks. You're not George. helping yourself. Oh no, no, no right? Oh, no, yeah. Now, well, let's not forget the I'm fact just... that everybody at the radio station right. came now back I'm... last week, right. and you were gone. Right. And now I'm piling on myself because you know what, Laura? Maybe. Well, I no. Have but more by the way, the boss, the boss lady also piled on on you during your email about that you wrote about missing said meeting. Yeah, she's like, "What is up with you, man? Like, you're taking a oh, vacation? Wait a the second. First week? Yeah. Ramona Shelburne has just weighed in. What does she think? Number one diva, Alan Sliwa. I had Sliwa there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. Number two diva, Ramona Shelburne's list, Steve Mason. Okay. Number three diva. Here's an upset. It's not you, Kaplan. Greg Ooh. Bergman. Oh. That's a good Number one. four good one. diva, Scott Kaplan. I am oh. not on Ramona's diva list, although she just said that Clinton Yates will soon be on the list, also receiving votes. Mm-hmm. Wow, he's in also receiving votes. Yes. Now let me ask you something. You're not even on the list. Does that? How does that make you feel? I'm totally fine with that. No, because you do, see now I, I'm insulted. I'm no, four? you know what? That makes sense because I, Sedano's not a diva. He's just bougie. I'm just bougie, which is way different. Mm-hmm. Diva would mean that I'm not accommodating. I am super accommodating. He is. So what is bougie? Bougie's just like you know, I like my stuff. I feel like they're two completely <laughs> different a- <laughs> things. Like, not even the same conversation. Uh, yeah. So he's I just bougie. Like my stuff. You yeah. like your stuff, huh? Yeah. I like, I like my, my red wine. Oh, I like my stuff. red my nice red red wine at night. You know what I'm uh. saying? Like, that's bougie. Ah. Uh. That's not diva. That makes sense. You're bougie. Diva. Diva is I've. Hey, Lindsay, or hey, Laura, or hey, Bergman, or hey, Jorge, make sure that uh, you bring my cafecito and make sure it's lukewarm and has, uh, you know, a douse of leche in it or something like that. And if it's not, you know, 75 degrees, I'm not going to drink. That's diva. I thought that bougie, though, is like a very negative connotation. Like, it's oh, like no. you, pre- no. you pretend that you're high class, but you're really not. And like, you, no, you no, buy things you can't afford. No. That's what I always thought it meant. I need to no. look this up. No. 
Isn't the opposite of bougie ratchet? No, on the contrary, bougie is luxurious no, yet yeah. humble. It says yeah. bougie is pretending to or no. think they are high class, but they're which really is not. That <laughs> bougie in the dictionary.com, okay? Like diction not not anything else, like the actual dictionary, okay? Luxurious he spends too much on bougie stuff he can't afford. That's what it says under dictionary.com. I'm looking at it here. Bougie is bougie hip-hop slang for word, luxurious in, in lifestyle, yet humble in character. I don't know. I'm reading I it straight it. from here. So you like that description? Yes. And, and Diva? What is Diva on dictionary.com? Guy who asks the boss to change the meeting because he's known for three weeks, and for three I mean, months he knew that he had to you. move out of his house and he was living uh, in It denial. is a famous female opera singer, which you're not. Um, a famous female singer of popular music, which you're not. Nope. A self-important person who is temperamental and difficult to please. That's oh, you. Is that me? Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I did ask for everybody to move the meeting. I mean, for the love of God, knowing that for three months you'd have to leave. All right. You know what? We'll, we'll, you know what? We we will get to. I want to get to to like sports. Oh. You want to do that? Oh. But okay. We will be sprinkling in. Uh, the boss lady will be sprinkling in, sprinkling in Chris uh, throughout the show to uh, revisit this conversation in the rankings. By the way, I would not have guessed Alan Slee was this big a diva, but a lot of people are now chiming mm. in with Sliwa being near the top of this list and that Mason has been dethroned. Maybe I don't know if I like that Sliwa, if I'm Mason. i got to be honest with you. Yeah, so. maybe it's because Sliwa now is making like television appearances on Spectrum, breaking down Laker games like only Sliwa can. I mean, maybe he's just getting a little too big, you know? All right. We'll continue this. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is like badass song. Like, like it makes you kind of go, mm. go ahead, Cabo, do your thing. Do the thing you like to do. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. still not great, but certainly more appropriate for this song. Let me tell you. This song makes me put a face together. You know what I mean? It makes me like yeah. move my lips around. Yeah. Makes me kind of pick up my nose a little bit, like Wait, squint my eye. Like, it makes me make a face. Like, my whole face right now is like, <laughs> like, like bitter beer face. You know, that's what my face is right now. I don't know why. Okay. All right. But yeah. I'm jamming like a mofo, you're feeling I'll tell you it. that. That's all that matters is that you're feeling it. You're feeling it. Uh, we'll be it. feeling uh, some football talk here in just a moment. And plus, speaking of football talk, Mina Kimes will join us in about 10 minutes. Uh, our pal from ESPN, and you can catch her on NFL Live each and every weekday at 1 o'clock. So, real quick, let's talk some football here because we yeah, talked a lot of nonsense. Um, what is more surprising to you, okay? Okay. Uh-huh. The Raiders overcoming what is what I would call a chaotic season, right? And I feel like that's kind of almost putting it lightly. Yeah, that's putting it lightly. Um, or the Rams getting caught off guard by the Niners' takeover. What is more surprising, the Raiders making it to where they have or the Rams being surprised? Okay, um, I'm going to say the Raiders story is a much bigger, much more surprising story, George. You know, when you think about it at the high level, you think about John Gruden leaving because of racist emails. 
you think of a first-round draft choice getting into a fatal car accident killing somebody. You think of another first-round draft choice, you know, bragging about guns on social media. And you think about a team that's kind of laboring in mediocrity that rises at the end to win in the most dramatic of fashions. That's kind of the high level of the Raiders. I'm going to say the Raiders situation is more shocking than the Rams being unprepared for the 49er fan takeover that happened at SoFi this past weekend. I, I mean, I would agree with you, and let's not forget, um, you know, I mean, there's other things in there like Max Crosby, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm wishing him well, right, admitting to being in rehab, right? Like, right, that doesn't right. even get discussed, right? right. Uh, Derek Carr going through some issues with opponents, uh, excuse me, opponents, like calling him out, right. uh, saying he was scared. Yep. Um, all, all these things, like, those are like, footnotes because yeah, you hit right, little you hit the chapters in the right. book I, I mean and by the way those footnotes on in any other season would be chapters is kind yeah. of my boy yeah right. um but I will say there is something to be said about Sean McVay coming out and admitting that they were taken aback at how many Niners fans packed their house um I was surprised that it was that much of a disparity. It was easily Same. 50-50, if not maybe closer to a majority Niner fans. Mm-hmm. And and look, because I wasn't all that surprised they lost the game because we've talked about it. If there's one team that's owned the Rams, it's them. But the Raiders deserve a ton of credit for what's going on this season and I I'm not just going to single out Coach Basaccia, though he deserves a ton of credit. I'm going to give Derek Carr a lot of credit. I'm going to give Max totally. Crosby a lot of Definitely. credit because that D-line right. was was insane. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like if I'm the Rams, while I still feel totally confident in them, I'm super disappointed um, that they were, quote-unquote, not prepared for what happened as far as the, quote-unquote, Niners red takeover. I, I, I can't believe how you're still so, like, confident in the oh, Rams. yeah. I mean, I am like and, and, and it's probably just because of the way I know I am. I'm emotional. You know, I, I, I'm high one week and I'm low the next week. And right now to lose a game at home to a team that's beat you five straight when you have a 17 point lead. It makes me feel like the Rams are not going very far in these playoffs. Doesn't mean they can't win in this first round at home against Arizona, but I am not overly confident and what's going on here with the Rams Oh, see, cause just because of the last week. Well, because the Rams will, if they win, which I think they will, and let's say the Niners beat the Cowboys, which I think is certainly plausible, um, they're going to Tampa next, which I have, I am not at all afraid if I'm the Rams to go into Tampa right now. Because the Rams because have of beaten the, success. the Bucks. Yeah, it's the success years. they've had and the, okay. the depleted version of okay, Tampa Bay that, that you're getting. That, now that part... I would I would buy a little more. I would completely throw out the the two regular season wins that the Rams have had over the Buccaneers over the last two seasons. For me, if the Buccaneers were completely healthy and the Rams got them in the second round and had to go to Tampa, I'd take the Buccaneers all day. I mean, of course you would because you love Tom Brady, but what I would I tell do. you is they the Rams are just a terrible matchup for the Bucs. And you know, well, styles they, make they fights. Have, they've they've won two in a row. In yep. the regular season, mm-hmm. not in the postseason, right? They've won two regular season games. Okay, but let me ask you a question. I mean, the Rams have lost whatever six in a row to the Niners, um, yeah. but and you know different rosters in those situations, right? But if the Rams played the Niners in the playoffs, 
you would think the Niners, you'd probably favor the Niners, wouldn't you? I would probably because that would be rational. But again, I'm emotional. George, the likelihood of beating the same team three times in one season? Well, two um, seasons. Well, I mean, the 49ers. Oh, you're saying the Niners beating the Rams is what you're right, saying. The, the, yeah. the thought that the Niners or any team could beat another team three times in one season? I would, I would have to say if the Rams played the Niners, they've got to, they, they got to figure it out. In McVay, we trust. So, okay, they've lost six in a row. They've lost two here this season. But, come on, they're not going to lose three in a row to the same team, are they? Um, it's happened like 15 to 20 times in the sport, so it's not like it's impossible. Right, I just don't want to believe it. Remember, I'm the guy that was in denial about the, the house, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I just don't want to believe I, I am, that. I, I am no, I, let me tell you something. I think the Rams are in good shape, and I honestly think that the Raiders are in a toss-up. Like, I know that the Bengals are favored by, like, I think four, five points, something like that. I think the, I think the Raiders are in a decent spot here. The Bengals are young. So they're certainly explosive and they're very good, but I think the Raiders at least I give them a puncher's chance. I don't think there's any who, doubt about that. Who would have that. ever thought that the Raiders could turn into could it has for me could turn into the lovable underdogs? I don't think anyone would think that. And we'll but ask they're Mina, the Raiders. Well, of course that's not what they're supposed to be. Right. We'll ask Mina Kimes about that coming up in three minutes and thirty seconds. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Sedona Cap here on 710 ESPN. Our buddy Mina Kimes will join us here in a second. Don't forget, you could subscribe to her podcast, The Mina Kimes Show with Lenny, uh, the latter, certainly the star of said podcast. And, of course, check her out on NFL Live each and every weekday at 1 o'clock on ESPN. Mina, thank you for joining us. Before we get into any football, I have one question for you. Do you consider okay. me a diva? Oh, um, no. Ooh, no, I, I don't I consider know. you a diva. Is this divisive? No, no, no. You, I, I asked you that because there are people that claim that I am. You have known me a long time now. Like, we've known each other many years now, so I feel like you would have a pretty good grasp on whether I'm a diva or not. Yeah, I, I've never seen diva-like behavior from... The likes of George Sedano. But, yeah. you know, I, I mean, you, you, you never know. I'll say that. Okay, but, uh, all right, that's fair. Yeah, you no, do I'm never know. know. You don't know. Yes. You don't you never don't know. know. You, but don't, you, you don't know for sure. In, 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 your, in, in your time around me, that has not been the case. Although Ramona Shelburne agrees with you 
Uh, but she does say that Clinton Yates will eventually – he is also receiving votes here at this station of uh, diva-like behavior, So, which is not surprising in a very short amount of time that he's also receiving votes. Yeah, Clinton, uh, eh, I would say a little bit further on the diva spectrum than you. Excellent. Wow. All right. Yeah. Let, this let's is all talk- my fault, by the way, Mina. Just so you know, this is all my fault because I, cha- I changed the show meeting or requested – to change the show meeting from he this did. Thursday yeah. to next Thursday yep. because of all this mushagas that is going on in my real life. And instead, everybody's busting my chops. You feel me? Yeah. But by the way, all this mishigash or whatever he called it just now um, yeah. has been going on for three months. So everyone's got to uproot their life because Scott Kaplan has can't plan, even though his life has been a mess. His house has been flooded literally for three months. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 So anyway, been so living in denial. That, 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 yeah. And he's in denial. So anyway. Let's talk football. Um, yeah. Are the Kaplan brought, actually Cap? You asked her the question. The thing Nina, about you were the Raiders thing that you just I, asked. I me. was just making the point to everybody before you came on that I think the Raiders are becoming the lovable underdogs of the NFL. Can you imagine the Raiders are the lovable underdogs? What do you think about that perception I have? Well, I, I definitely think there is a great appreciation for what the people who are still on the football team have accomplished this season amidst all of the uncertainty, um, the scandal with John Gruden, uh, Henry Ruggs, um, risking now facing potential prison time. It, it's just been nonstop off the field headlines with Vegas. And so for Derek Carr, who's constantly been doubted over the course of his career, both internally and externally, by the way, um, to lead his team to the playoffs. And then for, you know, the likes of Max Crosby, who's got, who I do think has like an incre- not only an incredible story, but it's part of a pass rush that was frankly seen as a joke across the NFL in the wake of the Khalil Mack trade. For all of that to come together this season, it definitely has a lot of people rooting for them. So they're playing the Bengals this week, right? So the Bengals... Are, are, look, I think they're young and great, and they're they're explosive, and I I think they're going to be a team to reckon with moving forward. But the inexperience part of it plays a factor here to me. Like you know what I mean? Like they can be a little, uh, you know, I, I could feel like a team like that could be prone to mistakes. I, I think that if the if if you're the Raiders, like this is the draw that you were hoping for. Not to say they're definitely winning, um, but I feel like they actually have a decent shot in this game. Am I crazy? Uh- no, I mean, they definitely wanted to play them instead of the Chiefs after what Kansas City did to them during the regular season, how poorly they match up well with them. But, uh, yeah, the other thing about the Raiders is this kind of feels like found money, right? Like, there's not there's no expectations here. It's similar to the Eagles in the NFC. So, um, in a way, I think that makes them more likely to take risks, which could be a good thing. And across the field, you've got a, uh, a head coach in Zach Taylor who is just as inexperienced um, as the Raiders interim coach in terms of being a playoff coach and, you know, has been sort of up and down this season. I mean, the Bengals are really hot as of late, but people forget it was only a few weeks ago that they lost to Denver. Uh, the offense was stuck in the mud at times during the season. So, you know, just the, the, the Bengals team we've seen over the last two, three or so weeks isn't necessarily going to be the one we'll see in the postseason. See, now that's interesting because that brings me right to the Rams. I'm down on the Rams because of the way they lost on Sunday. George feels very bullish on the Rams because of the way they won the last four weeks. Mina, how do you Mm. feel about the Rams going into the playoffs? Um, I think you're both 
right <laughs> to some extent. Uh, I think the way they lost, um, you know, it, it, what was more disheartening for me was just kind of the continued trend of Matthew Stafford throwing these inexplicable interceptions um, because otherwise I just think the Rams match up really poorly with San Francisco. Uh, and that is something that I don't see extending to the Cardinals, uh, you know, very developed a very different way. And I think the Rams were lucky not to draw San Francisco again in the playoffs. Um, I do think defensively you've seen some uh, sort of trends over the last few weeks or part of the season that should make you feel good. The defensive front has looked really strong. Von Miller has improved, has improved this group, not only in terms of his pass rush, but also his run defense. I think they match up pretty well with Arizona. And, yeah, you know, I, I understand there's some uncertainty and a lack of trust in Stafford, and I think that's totally fair. But there are a lot of stars still on this football team. Well, my thing with them is, and Mina Kimes joining us here, make sure you subscribe to her podcast, The Mina Kimes Show with Lenny. Uh, Shout out, great, Lenny. Yep, it's a great football podcast. And, of course, check her out on NFL Live at 1 o'clock each and every afternoon on ESPN. The, my thing with that is th- they drew the Cardinals, to your point, and if the Niners upset the Cowboys, which I, I think is a possibility at least, um, they go to That's Tampa right. then. And they've, they've kind of owned Tampa these last couple of years. And this is also a depleted Tampa team. So I, 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 I felt for a while that there is a path for the Rams to potentially get to a conference finals. And I still feel like that's intact potentially. Yeah, I think so. A lot of that would hinge on whether Tampa gets – certain players back from injury, your Shaq Barrett, Levante right. David, Leonard Fournette. Um, like, and obviously that helps Tampa regardless of who they play, but I think it would especially help against a Rams team where you know, you just saw the offensive line really struggle against Granted, San Francisco pass rush that's been sneaky underrated all year. And I think in facing Tampa, the Rams can absolutely exploit uh, that's secondary, but they need that protection to hold up. And so my mind, it's going to be important uh, to keep an eye on, okay, well, what, if Shaq Barrett comes back, what does he look like? Levante David, is he moving as well? You know, he's so important to their run defense as he was before he went out with an injury. But I agree, you know, I, I think avoiding San Francisco is something the Rams would very much like to do. All right, Mina, George, I'm going to put everybody on the spot here. Okay. Can anybody find an upset? This weekend, this wild card weekend, can we find something? Mina, do you, do you have something that you look at? Like, well, I'm curious. Yeah, I think the, I, I think the Niners could absolutely upset Dallas. That would be the one. I think Dallas that that, that this worked out poorly for them. Um, and again, it's a matchup thing, as it so often is with San Francisco Friday Niners because they're built in such an unusual way, and Kyle Shanahan's such a good play caller. But, um, you know, that front continues to play so well despite losing pieces. And even though their secondary is inexperienced, um, they're really, really well coached. Um, I, I think for Dallas, you know, a team where the offense has obviously been inconsistent, the protection hasn't been what it was in recent years. And then on the other side of the ball, everyone is so blown away by their pass rush with Micah Parsons and you know, defensive rookie of the year and, and uh, Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence that there is occasionally some lapses in coverage and tackling that I think San Francisco could take advantage of. And I wouldn't be surprised if not an outright upset, they give them a very challenging game. Mina Kimes with us. What's that? 
Oh, Yonder? do I have I oh, uh, San Francisco? I mean, I've been touting that one. Yeah, like yeah. I, I again, it's my master plan for the Rams to get into the conference <laughs> finals. So there yeah. you go. I'm just I'm I'm going with Patriots over Bills as my upset special of the weekend. Is and Mac Jones going to Is Mac Jones going to throw more than five passes? Though, Doesn't need to. Two passes. That's all. Oh, Two okay. for three. Right. Well, so. Two. Wow. Well, I'd yeah. like to see that for history. Yeah. Um. Who's the MVP, Mina? Before we let you go. I've got Rodgers. I think you can make a really strong case for Brady. It's mostly like a volume-based case. But Rodgers, to me, uh, you know, he plays for the best team, which is traditionally something that is considered. He's been incredibly efficient, taking care of the football, just no negative plays. I don't think he's had quite the season he did last year, but I think he's still been the best quarterback in the NFL. Mina, thank you so much. The Mina Kimes Show with Lenny. Check out the podcast, NFL Live, each and every weekday at 1 o'clock. Send my best to Lenny, and we'll talk soon. I will. Bye, guys. See you. There she is. Mina Kimes. The great Mina Kimes. Uh, Coming up next, bad news for Laker fans, Scott. Uh Bad Uh news for Laker fans. We'll get to that in a moment. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I mean, oh he's not God. wrong. He is right. I, I, dude, I thought I was a drama queen, not a diva. You know what? Check that. I am a diva. And by the way, I'm the number one diva. I was trying to get down to like number two, three, four diva. I'm by far and away the championship diva of this radio station. I, I am Just surprised. I am so surprised how quickly uh, Sliwa has climbed these charts. Uh, I don't know Sliwa like that. Like... Anytime I see him, he's always very, um, I don't know, easygoing with me. Uh, although he did piss me off the one day he didn't want to come on to do the Santa Claus thing. So I, I in ho, retrospect, ho, ho. In, in retrospect, after doing it the first day, he wouldn't come back on after that. And he did show a little diva tendency that day because it should be part of the bit. Like I know you, I know you're like super serious Laker guy, and I get that. But I, I hear you, <laughs> I hear you on Travis and Sliwa be not so serious, super, uh, super serious Laker guy. Um, so you know, like, hey, I'll okay tell you this: to be our, that our on boy, other shows. hey George, our boy Sliwa this week was bringing some hot takes, uh, calling for like things that is a fireable offense. Yeah, that was crazy too. Like, uh, like yo, Slee, slow, I pump the brakes, Slee. I mean, you, you hate know? the Chargers, and you weren't firing Brandon Staley. No, no, I want them to keep Brandon Staley. I hope he keeps making mistakes like that. Yeah, he won't. You'll, we'll get to that in a second because I do think that that's getting overblown too. I would, I wish I would have been able to ask Mina that, but I forgot. Um, but thanks to Mina for joining us there. If you missed her, um, feel free to subscribe to our podcast at On Cap wherever you find your podcast. Uh, subscribe, download all that stuff. And by the, the number way, one sportscast. By I don't know if you realize that the number one sports podcast in all of Los Angeles. We have overtaken now. It Steve is. Mason and, and John Ireland. We've okay. overtaken them statistically. We, we are now number one. Well, I know we're the number one or most listened to uh, sports show uh, in Los Angeles right now. So that's cool. And we're very excited about that. Uh, but I did not know about the podcast thing. But Yeah, thank it's you. true. Okay. Are you sure? No. Okay. Yeah, that's what I figured. Uh, nonetheless. <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I am surprised about the Sliwa thing. Like, it's, uh, you know. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of things gurgling around the station about Sliwa. I, I was not 
as, as aware. But I, I guess I did see the one time that there are diva tendencies in him. So I guess I shouldn't be all that surprised. But do you think Steve Mason is annoyed or upset that he, you know, that or or, or pleased? Uh, which one of those three do you think he is that he, he may not be the number one diva on this? Well, I think I think Steve is the kind of guy that likes to be the best in everything that he does. I think that he's not a half-ass kind of guy. He's a guy who puts 110% into everything he does. So if he's going to be a diva, he should be the best diva he can be. Yeah. See, uh, my problem is, I have a whole different problem here. My problem is, yeah. is I didn't realize what a diva I was until Chris just documented all the stuff that I've recently done. And yeah. he's right. And you know something, George? I got to start with the man in the mirror. I'm starting with the man in the mirror ah, ah. i mean i do i gotta look in the mirror and go dude what's up with you canceling lunches moving meetings whining like a little baby about the the house that two weeks ago you were ah, it's just a speed bump now today you're crying about i gotta look in the mirror george well you know what it is also with you we've discussed huh. this is that you also are not someone <laughs> to your point about looking in the mirror you're not you're not always very realistic Right. You're not very practical. Uh, you run on emotion high and low. OK, is what I would say. Um, like the day I always reference back to this, the day where you were sitting there at that golf course or standing there at the golf course, pounding the table, saying you could do 50 pushups easy. And then you and I told you, just say you could do 40. You'll make 40. I'm telling you, you'll get to 40. And then you were like, no, no, no. 50, 50, 50. And then uh, you did 43 and collapsed, basically. It almost like yeah. died of a heart attack in front of us. Thank God Dr. Clapper true. was there. Listen, it is a good thing that Dr. Clapper at one time did know some CPR. I mean, this was not working on a knee or a hip. This wasn't Clapper vision. But remember, he predicted 11. 11 yes. push-ups. He did. He didn't, think, he didn't think very highly of you. Uh, no. Speaking of which, there were plenty of people who did not think very highly of the Lakers going into this season. And right now, as of now, halfway through the season, they have been proven correct. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, still a long way to go. And by the way, this portion of the show is, is presented by Lyman Health Plan, changing health care one person at a time. So uh, Sam Amick, last week while you were out, um, did a story in The Athletic in his you know weekly column or whatever, and he mentioned a blurb that the Lakers – we're listening to stuff on Russell Westbrook. Uh -huh. Now, From Dan Wojcicki of the LA Times has reported today that, according to his sources, those calls have led to absolutely nothing and that teams yeah, right. aren't, aren't interested in Russell Westbrook. Have you mm -hmm. seen the video of LeBron checking his stats on the bench and Russ kind of like glancing at him and kind of like LeBron kind of glancing at the stats? Have you seen said video? I have seen said video, yes. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, – it, it, Social media had a lot of fun with that particular video. Well, I mean, look, it, first of all, Russell Westbrook is 99.9% .9 a Laker for the remainder of this season. There's probably no way of getting out of this thing. Now, I will tell you this. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Russell Westbrook, you have a lot of Russell Westbrook in you. Oh, really? Yeah. Russell Westbrook is an emotional player. Yeah. Russell Westbrook is like... He, he thinks he can still be the player of like 20, you know, 14 or 15 or 16 or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and in today's NBA, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I think his skills have eroded some um, like they would any player um, as you get older in age. And I'm not so saying he's washed. So my so, skills are eroding. Is that what you're telling I, well, me right wait, now? Hold on. I'm not, I'm not done oh, yet. All right. I, I'm not saying Russ is washed or anything like that. So oh, don't get it uh -huh. twisted. Don't start aggregating oh, that I said that. But don't what, aggregate. I'm say, 
what I'm saying is, yes, don't don't hate and and or aggregate. Um, so, yeah, but like Russ still feels like if Russ can be Russ, that mm-hmm. everything will be fine. And it's kind of like you. You think like if I can just do what I think I need to do on emotion, everything's gonna work out. Except your emotion doesn't necessarily get it done all the time. Well, I would say that if you're gonna compare me to Russ, I would say. We're both very, very good looking. Okay, I mean that's that's where I would start. Sure, sure. Um, sure. We're both obviously ripped and just looking. Money. I mean, I don't know about that, but you were okay. definitely in better shape than uh, than me. I would say. I don't know about that, but listen, I'm a little reckless at times, like Russ. Yeah. I'm a little careless at times, like yeah, Russ. Yeah, yeah. But you know what, George? There's one difference between me and Russ. Yeah. And that is this. That And this is why Russ is not being traded. Not only is it his $47 million contract that nobody wants to take on, the reality is nobody thinks Russ is a champion, meaning they don't think getting him is going to help us win a championship. It may help us win at some games. He may put up some really good stats. It could be exciting at times. But he's not really going to help us win a championship like a LeBron James is going to help you win. Like if you think about a Steph Curry or Chris Paul, even though Chris Paul is probably not the greatest example, but you believe that he's going to help you try to win a championship. People know Russ will score, he'll have stats, but will he help you win a championship? Me, I'm here, my friend, erratic, eccentric, uh, diva, drama queen but i'm here to help win a championship that's all i'm saying now i'll tell you this you know much like russ we questioned whether you were the right fit on this team and look at that it's worked out just fine so who knows maybe the russ thing actually works out like if he changes you know we had to mold you a little bit look at you now you're on the championship team and and now I'm about to make $47 million this year. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that. Well, definitely not after you made everyone move the meeting. That's not happening anymore. (laughs) All right, $46 million. Jeez, $47 million. I mean, look, I'm not one of those people that hates on athletes for making so much money. I mean, it sounds like it just No, 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 not at all. It's just that that when you pay somebody that kind of money, what you want out of that person and out of that personality is championship is everything. Sure. And I'm not saying that 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 cuz I don't know Russ to know whether or not that's the way he is or isn't. But the facts remain. There aren't championships to go along with this. And so when somebody might call the Lakers and go, "Hey, um, you guys interested in Russ?" and, and the team on the other end's like, "Not really. He makes too much money and he doesn't win championships." And and that it, yeah. he's got to change that and I don't know yeah. that this team can help him do that. All right, well, listen, we can continue this discussion on the other side. Plus, I do want to get into Keyshawn making Raider fans feel good. We'll tell you about that in four minutes.